Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? Hey, ladies, Suge Burry here. Guess where I am today? You know, I have been traveling across the U.S. of A., interviewing people in our big old RV, and I am now back in my home state of Minnesota, sitting in studio with Mr. John Berg, the <laughs> famous producer of all time. Thank you, John, for joining me today. It's wonderful to have you back, Shug. I yeah. missed you. Yeah, did you? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, you guys, they've, they've, they've changed things up around here. They got cameras. You guys were on YouTube. Would you check us out on YouTube, please? Him for Her Ministries or himforher.org. You can go there as well. Uh, this is a listener-supported show. So I really want you guys to come alongside us, participate, send in topic requests, as well as your much-needed donations so that we can keep on going in our Him for Her Ministries, helping women inside and out of prison. You guys, I am so excited today. I am interviewing one of my favorite people again. I've asked her to come back. Her name is Annie Lobear. Oh, let me tell you a little bit about her. Annie Lobear is a wife, a speaker, an author, talk show host, and you guys have got to watch it. Entrepreneur, thought leader, advocate for the abused, nonprofit founder, and CEO. And get this, my friends. She is a survivor of more than a decade of sex trafficking in Hawaii, Minneapolis, Las Vegas. She is known for being one of the first women to openly speak about her experiences in being sex trafficked and one of the first to start a nonprofit outreach and safe house to help victims as a survivor leader. Annie Lobert, thank you so much for coming on again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, who, whose bio are you reading? Did I do any of that? <laughs> it's, I'm it, not familiar. <laughs> it's amazing what God could do. It's just amazing. Um, so Annie, you have been so busy since we last chatted and I want to get right into it. You are a talk show host on CTN Vegas, on CTN Vegas, Pink Chair. It has been featured on many national and international businesses, uh, a broadcast. I'm sorry, my lips aren't working. The Dr. Oz Show, Dr. Drew Life Changers, Fox News Network, The Jesse Waters Show, MSNBC, ABC, Today Show, The Blaze. I mean, it goes on and on on the shows that you have been on. And I love the fact that you are on Joyce Meyer's Everyday uh, Life, enjoying everyday life. Um, And so thank you for coming on our little show here, Him for Her Ministries, so that we can broadcast across the United States the fabulous things that you are doing in the pink chair and for hookers for Jesus. I love it. Thank you for inviting me again. I'm so excited to talk to you, to update you what we're doing. Yes. I'm so pumped too. So I, I'm just, I want you to explain as you come along uh, with some of these questions um, and invite our listeners to be engaged in what you are doing. So um, you, you've got a wonderful book, by the way, I'm going to talk about that just for a second. Hey, friends, it's called Fallen, and it's out of the sex industry and into the arms of the Savior. It was such a good read. Those of you in Minneapolis, uh, you were born and raised here. Well, almost. You were born and raised here, though, in Minneapolis, right, Annie? I was. Yeah. And and this is where... Um, it's it's my heart. It's my heart. Minneapolis is a 
Just saying. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's love it it's too. it's rampant. Mm-hmm. It's rampant in Minneapolis, whether people want to believe that or not. Mm-hmm. That is where the Minnesota connection was already started before I was trafficked out of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and in your book, you it, go into some the real details. things. Yeah, um, so and listen, you guys, we did a show, part one and part two, um, many broadcasts ago called um, Hookers for Jesus. You guys, would you look it up? Listen to the two part show. Um, and now she's going to give us the updates. She's going to give us more of what's been happening. Uh, because all you hear about nowadays, it seems to be, Annie, is uh, sex trafficking. And when we started, before we started going on air, Annie and I had a conversation about what is the correct terminology? What do we say if, if a woman is on the streets? Or, uh, and I had used the word prostitute because in prison, that's a pretty common term. Um, and, and what did you share with me, Annie? Well, if you're on the side of pro-sex work, and I say that lightly because there are many that are for an adult to an adult being sold back and forth and making it legal, and they're trying to legitimize this profession, which only in Nevada, in the United States, it's legitimized right now. It's legal, right? Mm -hmm. Not in Las Vegas, but 11 counties outside of where we live currently in Las Vegas. So- The pro side of that is the argument prostitution, right? And what it means is you give each person the permission to do what they will, whether it be the trafficker, a.k.a. pimp, procure of the prostitution, or the woman or the person or the human being that's selling themselves, free reign to do whatever they want. And honestly, that's completely disempowering. So because I work with a lot of women like me that, started in the industry as a choice, not realizing it was actually a vulnerability. And the person that was bringing us into the actual act of prostitution was someone that saw our pain Mm -hmm. and our vulnerabilities and the abuses that happened prior. So they took advantage of us. So did we really choose this industry as a profession, right? So what I like to refer to women that have been and men and young girls and boys that have been exploited. That's what I call it, exploitation. And of course, most of the world does now, sex trafficking victim. Because you become a victim of the system. Anytime the system is where it is abusive and it's controlling and exploitive, it is abusing the victim. And therefore that person is someone that cannot escape. Mm -hmm. And there's really uh, so many barriers to getting out of it is that the way that they have to stay in it to survive is very debilitating and it's life-threatening and soul killing. So that's why prostitute prostitution to me is, it's just a muddled word right now. And you had talked about as well, (laughs) Um, you know, the sex industry worker. Why do you not like that term either? It legitimizes, I don't even want to say it, sex work. Mm -hmm. It it gives it power. It lets men know, or people that buy other human beings, buyers we call them, tricks, marks, buyers, that it's okay to purchase a vagina. Mm -hmm. Sorry to say it like that. Okay, friends, it's okay to to purchase that John. (laughs) if you need to, you have to, but listen, it's it's not okay. It's not okay to purchase human beings that gives permission to another human being to make another person a slave. Mm -hmm. That's why sex worker to me is not a good word. So is that all you have? 
is your sex for sale? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't this person human, Suge? Isn't this person have a soul and a spirit Mm -hmm. and have a right to choose what they do with their body? Because here's what it even says in the Bible. You know, if you join yourself with another human being with a transaction happening, right? A prostitute, Mm -hmm. you, the two become one, Mm -hmm. the two become one. And, and so imagine all the different people that are making transactions happen between each other. And let's say the person that is doing it over and over and they're being trafficked, it's thousands of times Mm -hmm. upon thousands. How much damage, not just physically, is happening to this person? Because we know not every transaction is perfect, Mm -hmm. right? Many of the buyers are abusive. They'll slap you. They'll call you names. What does that do to the spirit and the soul well, of a yeah, person? Well, yeah, you were brutally beaten in your book as I read yes. it. I, just, I mean, I'm surprised you're still walking and alive today, praise God. Uh, but God had a plan and a purpose for your life. And as you had said in your book as well, Fallen, that um, it's, I mean, it might be attractive to some young girls to get into this industry. They might be attracted by the money, et cetera. But then they quickly fall into uh, being a victim of the sex trafficking um, as well as um, examples to others as they get beaten of what not to do. And then I was just so moved by the fact that God entered into your life and drew you out over time. And look at now what he's doing in your life, in and through you and Hookers for Jesus and the pink chair. So what are you seeing on the streets today, Annie? Oh, goodness. So our calls, we've had, an, uh, they call it an uptick in trafficking a huge uptick in the amount of services being asked for and basically people and human beings in crisis because of our pandemic, right? There was crisis in the very beginning when everything got shut down, but now that the weather has warmed up a little bit, Mm -hmm. it's gotten like twofold, threefold of calls that we're getting Mm -hmm. and clients that are reaching out at the hospital. We just had someone reach out to us today that She's in the hospital and she's beat to a pulp and has nowhere to go Mm. because her trafficker was her AKA boyfriend and she wasn't giving him the money that she wanted or that he wanted. Mm -hmm. So he kicked her out and beat her up. Mm -hmm. And so now she has nowhere to go. So if, if this, this was a fair transaction, right? Mm -hmm. Why did he have to kick her out? Because she didn't meet her quota and quota is this. It's where your procure your trafficker, your pimp tells you, okay, you're working tonight Mm -hmm. and I need you to bring home $2,000. And if you do not bring home the $2,000, don't bother coming home. Mm -hmm. Well, if someone's tired or maybe someone got raped or beat up while they were working illegally, Mm -hmm. right? As a trafficking victim and they come home and they only have, let's say 1500 or a thousand. Now this trafficker has permission for himself to beat this person and then kick this person out Hmm. because other usually with traffickers there's other workers watching there's other trafficking victims watching that are in the it's called the stable and so he has to make a statement a physical statement to the other victims if you get out of line this is what's going to happen to you so again like the uptick is happening and there's not enough feds in our country uh, for children or adults we have a lack of, of beds for emergency services, specifically long-term services and transitional services. So that's probably so, one of the biggest problems is being able to help these women when they cry out for help. 
absolutely. But also giving the, the victims an opportunity to choose their healing path not every single victim is going to want to go into a healing program. Not every victim is going to want to go into a housing program. Some, I, I myself, I was independent. I healed away from transitional housing. I had roommates that were great. They helped me out and somehow God did a miracle in my life. And I just wrote this today. Jesus is good therapy. <laughs> I love it. Man, he is. he is good therapy. And so Amen. And I'm not saying Jesus like, like this is isn't, good therapy. He is. He is. And and if people would just try it, yeah. if they would just try Jesus, you would never be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Now, if there is some disappointment in trying Jesus, let me help you point out where that lies. And usually it's because of our skewed vision of it yeah. and our response to him. Right. Mm -hmm. When we don't fully receive him. I mean, I can't say your healing is going to be complete because if you don't fully receive what he has for you, you will be pushing him back, not accessing those pieces of our heart. And you know, this should, yeah. that we're trying to block and put a wall up because mm -hmm. we're too afraid to show anyone. And you know, I, I, I saw that a little bit in your path that you talked about in your book as well. Um, you know, we all go through something called sanctification, my friends, kind of a big, big old fancy theological word. But it basically means as, you know, as we become more Christ-like or as we invite him more in our lives. And, um, I, you know, you see that as well. You might say, you know, Jesus, I need you. And, you know, he'll rescue us. And then we kind of go back to our old ways. And then we turn to Jesus again. I mean, that happens to all of us. Um, and so I love your words. Jesus is good therapy try him. I, I love that. I'm so excited about it. I just want that as a billboard along the freeway. John, do you think they'll let me put that up on 394? Absolutely. No problem. Yeah. It used to be Highway 12. I'll now. talk to my people. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh my it. gosh, Highway 12, I know where that's at. Yes, I figured you would. That's why I said it. It's now 394. Completely different name of a highway. Yes, so, 394. <laughs> so we know that there's a humongous problem in trafficking throughout the world and, and you know throughout the United States as well. Um, you hear almost weekly about these different um, sex trafficking rings that have been busted or been discovered. And so um, and let me ask you, Annie, is there any progress? You know, um, how is Hookers for Jesus making an impact in that progress? You know, honestly, I saw a lot of progress the past like four years, 20 back. Does that make sense? 2016 to 20. Mm. There was a lot of uh, reformations happening and laws being changed, but also there was a lot of grants and money that the government and where we were of one of the recipients of several different grants from the government, which I just was blown away by. I could not believe by the DOJ department of justice. So the, you know, obviously it's, it's more out there in the open now. And we're watching right now what this administration is doing. We do see grants coming through the pipeline. Uh, we did notice that VOCA, by the way, it's a, a VOCA funding for crime, so victims of crime. The fund is drying up for some reason, mm. and I don't understand why. But, you know, the good things that are happening is the government does, for anyone that's listening out there that has a nonprofit, the government is giving out grants that you have to apply for them. You need to have your ducks in a row. You cannot have messy financials. You have every dollar, every cent has to be accounted for. And one of the grants that we applied for was a transitional housing research grant, which that's one, I think we're about a year and a half through this one right now. And so we're, we're discovering exactly in Las Vegas, 
what is the biggest need for trafficking victims? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have discovered, but we haven't disclosed this fully yet, is I'll just say two of the top needs, is housing for pregnant mothers that are trafficking victims to have their children in that housing, Mm -hmm. and then emergency housing itself, Mm -hmm. right? You know, Um, I see a a common thread there with women leaving prison as well. Um, You know, a place where uh, they can be restored with their child, and then the same exact thing that you said, you know, they're just finding a bed, a safe place for them to land, um, you know, and, and some programming that goes with that to help these women. Right. So, so I see it, a commonality it, between him for her ministries and what's happening with Hookers for Jesus. And, and it's a lot of money, I think, and a lot of people that it, it would involve to actually, because our first house had, we brought women in that had children. Mm-hmm. But can I tell you, Shug, what a huge investment that is financially and staff-wise and volunteer-wise. Your organization literally has to pivot to whatever happens to that family. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a model that was very difficult to sustain. So I shifted. I felt like the Holy Spirit had me shift to 18 and over. No children. If there are children, a, a very close relative is taking care of their child and they get visitation. So that's what we do now. And it works pretty good. But then we got a, another grant for a transitional house for independent living. So when once they graduate Destiny House program, they will move into the dream house, which dream is house. our. Yeah, it's really awesome. They will live independently there. There, there will be no overnight shifts with our staff, they'll just have a case manager to help them, Mm -hmm. you know, a light case manager on the weekends, and they will be free to live their life the way they want. And they will be able to pay for utilities and rent a a percentage off the job that they actually had before they move in. Mm -hmm. And also, if they're going to college, they could stay there as well. And so that program is about a year. So we're finding that when ladies graduate our main program, some make it and they do very well. Some just fall off because now that family culture is gone and they've decided to kind of pull back from it. It's kind of like a, a, a child or a teenager with a parent. They're t- I'm tired of my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's, it's like you, you just have to keep that connection going. And when they're in our programs, both programs, the destiny house and then dream house, everything will kind of flow really evenly and they'll be able to stay connected to the wire, basically yeah. into the net you know, I get, of who we are. I absolutely get what you're saying. We have um, housing for women leaving prison as well. And you know what I, I'm ashamed to say is that some women, uh, you know, they come out directly from prison and I'm like, oh man, she's going to be a rock star. It's going to happen. She's just going to make this, this puppy work. And then um, they abscond or they leave or, or they reuse or, I mean, there's something that causes them to have to leave and then, uh, or bye-bye daddy, or you remind me of the prison too much or something, you know, because, it, because they, or my directly. trafficker yeah, <laughs> or yeah. my drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. And, or my abuser. But then you get someone who you think, oh man, we really got to walk alongside this person because she might not make it. I mean, she, chances are it's going to be really difficult for her. And then she's the one who becomes the rock star. So you just, you just don't know who's going to be successful and who isn't, but God knows who these people he are. He does. Yeah. He does. And it's a choice too, because what happens is to our choices is when we're traumatized, obviously, you know, this working with women that are in prison, a lot of the times they get triggered. So mm-hmm. if anyone doesn't know what a trigger is, yeah. you, you get emotionally upset about something 
and you don't know how to deal with it. So you go to your, your safe place. Your safe place is drugs. Your safe place is that old drug dealer. Your safe place is your old trafficker or people that are being trafficked. You're around them. You feel home because it's predictable. You know what's going to happen. So you, you relapse mm -hmm. and you go back into that industry. You go back into the drug usage. And now you're further back, but a little closer to your breakthrough. It sounds crazy, but... Because no, we know that recovery is, 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 it's a, it's in some people's lives, it's a serious, like lifelong process. It's now with me, I'm, yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. And I I'm in recovery still to the day I die. When I see Jesus, that's when it's complete. Cause Amen. it says when the perfect comes girl, Amen. you know, so I, I have to be mindful of my triggers. Yeah. Like I'll just say, for instance, really fast. My dad passed away in 2016. I'll never forget. I was alone. My husband was out of town. My mom called me up and, and, and me and my dad made up. If anyone's read my book, they know that we got, had a great relationship at the end. And he passed away alone in, 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 in a home. He had to, he couldn't breathe. They gave him morphine, something like that. And, and uh, he passed away a couple hours later. And my brother and my mom called me and I sat there, Shug, alone. And do you know, like I was getting triggered all kinds of different ways, like mm -hmm. 10 different areas of my heart, my brain, and I'm, I'm breathing fast. I'm crying. I don't understand. And my, my old go-to was, oh, just get a Valium mm -hmm. or a Xanax or, or, you know, take a nice swig of whatever. Or the best one for me back then in the day was pop a couple painkillers. Mm -hmm. You'll feel fine, you know? And so I had no opportunity to do that, right? And even if I did, I wouldn't have done it. But I heard the Holy Spirit whisper to me, lean into me. Mm -hmm. This is your time to lean into me. I'm your father. Uh, and it sounds like Luke, Luke, I'm your father. But no, it wasn't scary like that. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, I mean, it says, you know, it says, oh my gosh, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows is God in a holy dwelling, his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families together. So what I'm saying is, hey, he is our father. He is our answer. And if we can learn when we get triggered to lean into Jesus, we can beat these addictions and these triggers and any type of emotional upset we may encounter as we're on our recovery road and journey. Right. I love that. So that's so beautiful. You know, I just love that. You know, as we close, um, would you please stay with us for part two, Annie? We, I, I, I got a whole ton of questions still for you. We've just, I feel like we've just touched the surface of what uh, God is doing in and through the pink chair and uh, hookers for Jesus Annie Lobear, I mean, you are just phenomenal. But scripture just speaks to my heart in John 3, 1, when it says, therefore, I, I, I'm sorry, see what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. First John 3, 1. And Annie, you are a prime example of how it doesn't matter how low you feel you have sunk. It doesn't matter where you've been, what streets and alleys anybody has been down. Jesus can find us there. And I love your words. Jesus is the best therapy. Um, Annie, I'm Amen. so thankful that you came on and joined us. Um, can you just tell me real quick, how can we be praying for you until the next show? Oh, I would love you. Just pray for our Destiny House. Pray for our new opening of the Dream House. And then also 
for my husband's operations coming up for his brain. Mm. And yeah, I appreciate everything you guys can throw at us. Give us all the love you can. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can go to hookersforjesus.net and pinkchair.com. Amen. And do visit those places, please, my friends. We're going to have a link on our website that you can just go to Him for Her Ministries. Find the link, click on there, and you'll go right to Annie uh, right away. And do donate to their ministry, please. They are doing amazing work for the women that are being trafficked on the streets. We can't, we got to stop ignoring this and begin as Christians to rise up and do something about it. Father God, I am so thankful that you have given us the opportunity and the privilege to be with Annie um, with Hookers for Jesus. God, continue to use their ministry in a powerful way. And if you have not said yes to Jesus yet, friends, it's simple. Jesus, come into my life. I need you. Forgive me of my sins. And may I follow you from this day forward. My name is Shugbury, host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. You know I love you, over and out. Hey, ladies, this is Shugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies, and each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony, how they receive Christ in their life. This is Shug Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.